Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. You're listening to Buffalo Shots Podcast. Hello again and welcome to another Horror Shots Podcast with me, Casey. Now before we get started and I thank our sponsor and everything, I just have to let you know that I have a bit of a cold. So if my voice sounds a little choppy, you're not so great, or you hear it's just a whole lot of random cuts throughout this uh, episode, that's why. But I'm going to soldier on and hope for the best. Now of course this episode is brought to you by the wonderful people over at Morbidly Beautiful. Morbidly Beautiful is a place for horror fanatics, fans, whatever you want to call yourself, and it's full of great pop culture tidbits. Tons of articles, including reviews, interviews, top ten lists, retrospective, introspectives, whatever you want, they have it. They also have a wonderful library of podcasts for you to check out as well. So you can go check out what they have and let me know what you think. They have a ton of great content. Just go peruse it while you're listening. Secondly, I do want to let you know about another podcast I came across, and we've been working together over the past couple of weeks, and we're going to do some cross-promotion. That podcast comes to us from Australia, all the way from the land down under. It's called You, Me, and the Poltergeist. So this is their spot. Hopefully they can sell you on it. If not, I can tell you from first-hand experience that they're definitely worth a look into. Hey, I'm Braden. And I'm Belinda. Together we are... You, You, me, me, and the Poltergeist. We're a paranormal comedy podcast where we talk about all things supernatural. And throw in some personal experiences along the way. Each episode showcases our weird and dry sense of humour. So join us with a new episode every Friday. And don't don't forget forget to exercise regularly. So there you go. That's... Brayden and Belinda from You, Me, and a Poltergeist. But now on to this week's podcast, and we're taking a flight all the way back from Hawaii to continue our tour of the mainland, United States, and their eerie urban legends or stories or whatever you want to call them. We're going to take a look today at the wonderful little state of Idaho. Yes, Idaho, the home of potatoes. Apparently their soil is very rich in a certain nutrient that allows them to grow potatoes particularly well. It is also the 43rd state, and it became such on July 3rd, 1890. It's one of the smaller states in terms of population, and it's one of the least dense as well. It has a population of approximately 1.7 million people over the area of 83.5 thousand square miles. It borders a small portion of the Canadian border up by BC, And it also borders Washington and Oregon to the west, Wyoming to the east, and Nevada and Utah to the south. This is kind of the homeland for Native American tribes and stories that they produce. And that is exactly what our topic is going to be today. Today we're going to look at the story of Coyote, and specifically Coyote and the Seven Devils, or Coyote and the Seven Devil Mountains, whichever you prefer. Now, the story of Coyote is that he is one of the more revered characters in Native American folklore. Specifically in this region, on the west coast, the Great Basin, and the northwest plateau, 
Coyote tends to be a more serious mythological figure than he is farther to the south, though he still plays the role of a trickster in many ways, which is similar to his other counterparts. Coyote is also viewed as a respected benefactor of humans, responsible for such important deeds as bringing fire to the people, teaching them arts of civilization, and helping them shape the world for their benefit. Among the Shoshone, Bannock, and the Patu tribes, Coyote is the younger brother of the respected creator god Essa, or Wolf, and although he is irresponsible and socially inappropriate, he also assists his brother in important tasks. In some California tribes, Coyote is the creator of humanity or even the world, often in cooperation with other divine animal spirits. In the folklore of the other California tribes, Coyote has a more malevolent force of nature, bringing danger and destruction to other characters. Now, I know that didn't mention a whole lot about the Idaho area, but I'm getting there. Now, the story I'm going to talk about, as I said, is Coyote and the Seven Devils, or the Seven Devil Mountains, which is a fascinating tale, and it's one I'm going to read for you almost verbatim from a website called BigfootEncounters.com, and it's an excerpt from Ella E. Clark's Indian Legends of the Pacific Northwest. I'm going to do this, as I said, almost verbatim, for a couple of reasons, mainly because it's very well written, and it's not super long, so trying to pick pieces to just present to you on the podcast really wouldn't work all that well, so we'll just keep it as it is. I'm going to quote the website, and I'm going to put it in the description as well. It starts off with, The myth given here was corroborated, and details were added by Caleb Whitman. A Nez Perce, which is one of the tribes in the Idaho region, in the Pacific Northwest, on the Umatilla Reservation in 1950. Long, long ago, when the world was very young, seven giant brothers lived in the Blue Mountains. These giant monsters were taller than the tallest pines and stronger than the strongest oaks. The ancient people feared these brothers greatly because they ate children. Each year, the brothers traveled eastward and devoured all the little ones they could find. Mothers fled with their children and hid them, but still many were seized by the giants. The headmen in the villages feared that the tribe would soon be wiped out, but no one was big enough and strong enough to fight with the seven giants at a time. At last, the headmen of the tribe decided to ask Coyote to help them. Coyote is our friend, they said. He has defeated other monsters, and he will free us from the seven giants. So they send a messenger to Coyote. Yes, I will help you, he promised. I will free you from the seven giants. But Coyote really did not know what to do. He had fought with giants. He had fought with monsters of lakes and monsters of rivers. But he knew he could not defeat the seven giants at one time. So he asked his good friend, Fox, for advice. We will first dig seven holes, said his good friend Fox. We will dig them very deep, in a place where the giants will always pass over when they travel to the east. Then we will fill the holes with boiling liquid. So Coyote called together all the animals with claws, the beavers, the whistling marmots, the cougars, the bears, and the rats, and the mice, and the moles, to dig seven deep holes. Then Coyote filled them with a reddish-yellow liquid. His good friend Fox helped him keep the liquid boiling by dropping hot rocks into them. Soon the time came for the giant's journey eastward. They marched along, all seven of them, their heads held high in the air. They were sure that no one dared to attack them. Coyote and Fox watched from behind some rocks and shrubs. 
Down, 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 the seven giants went into the seven deep holes of boiling liquid. They struggled and struggled to get out, but the holes were very deep. They fumed and roared and splashed. As they struggled, they scattered the reddish liquid around them as far as man can travel in a single day. Then Coyote came out of his hiding place. The seven giants stood still. They knew Coyote. You are being punished for your wickedness, Coyote said to the seven giants. I will punish you even more by changing you into seven mountains. I will make you very high so that everyone can see you. You will stand here forever to remind people that punishment comes from wrongdoing. And I will make a deep gash in the earth here so that no more of your family can get across to trouble my people. Coyote caused the seven giants to grow taller, and then he changed them into seven mountain peaks. He struck the earth a hard blow, and so opened up a deep canyon at the feet of the giant peaks. Today, the mountain peaks are called the Seven Devils. The deep gorge at their feet is known as Hell's Canyon of the Snake River, and the copper ore scattered by the splashing of the seven giants is still being mined in that area to this day. Again, that was from Indian Legends of the Pacific Northwest by Ella E. Clark. And you can get that copy of the book on Amazon.com. And considering it's Black Friday, maybe there's a deal on it. Ah, uh, maybe. You never know. As I said, that was from also BigfootEncounters.com. The site is pretty interesting. It's got a lot of little interesting legends and tidbits of information and stories and everything you want to know about kind of cryptids and urban legends and native folklore and all that kind of fun stuff. As always, there are some other stories that I didn't really touch on because I just kind of want to focus on one urban legend per state. And that does lead them to be a little bit short sometimes. I know this one's not going to run particularly long. It's going to be about 10, 10 and a half minutes. And I do apologize for that. However, due to the fact that I am sick and recording this 10 minutes has taken me almost an hour because I keep coughing and choking on my own whatever is going on in there. I'm just going to leave it at that, I think. I do apologize, but I will be back next week with another episode. So you don't have to fret. It'll only be seven days until we continue our road trip with the Erie United States. Of course, if you do like what you heard on the podcast, feel free to drop a review on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you like. Though I do feel those are the top ones, and uh, they kind of get the most exposure. So if you do want to support the podcast in any way, that is the best way by leaving a review. Of course, you can also share it on social media or with your friends, tag it, whatever you want to do. Just, you know, get the word out. Word of mouth is the best way to spread awesome content. And I like to think this is pretty awesome. But that's a little bit biased. You may not feel the same way. Also, if you do want to support the cast in other ways, such as monetary ways, you absolutely do not have to, but there is a Patreon. Now, I just updated the terms and the tiers and all that, so you can get a little look-see. I've included one tier to have a Discord server, so if you want to chat to other Horror Shots fans about the episodes or potential episode topics or whatever you want to hear or talk about, you can sign up there. I think it's on the first or second tier, so it's pretty reasonable. Also, I'm going to continue with the History of Demons series. I did upload one recently to YouTube, and that was at a request. But I thought Patreon would probably be the best place for that. So I'm going to be releasing episodes on there periodically. I don't have a set schedule for it yet, but they're going to be short little episodes, about five, six, seven, eight minutes, featuring a new demon every single week. 
So if you were a fan of that series, definitely sign up to the Patreon. That's all I have for you today, so until next week.